0: Ever considered franchising? Then join us at the Digital Franchise International Malaysia 2021, a virtual exhibition and conference featuring Malaysian and international franchises, government and financial institutions, and selected agencies. Listen to the experts, engage with prospects, and find your perfect business match. Experience it all this October 9th to 16th. Free registration at myfim.my. F I M to a digitalized franchising. This is a download from BFM eighty nine point nine, the Business Station.
1: Good afternoon, and welcome to Enterprise Biz Bytes. It is Friday, the twentieth of August. My name is Audrey Raj, and with me in the studio is Frida Liu. How are you doing today, Frida? Uh, it's Friday. It is, it is. And that means as so a smile says, on Frida's that face. That says a
2: lot. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> on the show today, we are going to be talking about being allowed to dine in mm-hmm. again. Big news that came out uh, yesterday evening.
2: But we are also talking about doom scrolling. Right. You know, if you find yourself in bed uh, late at night doom scrolling, what news would you like to see less of, right? Uh, so there are poll happening on Twitter, the Options are Leasing Politics, uh, Pandemic uh, Case Numbers and... Uh, Foreign news and conflict. Also, I think like we have an option on uh, Twitter as well, uh, Instagram as well. So that's BFM Radio. Your thoughts over WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double
1: nine. Now we are talking about this, of course, because. Hey, let's face mm. it. You know we've all had a pretty tough week. You know, between yeah. watching our political <laughs> crisis unfold to seeing the case numbers continue to rise despite months of restrictions, it's like there is really no good news anywhere, especially especially on social mm. media. Mm. So obviously, this can't be good for our mental health. Uh, we've spoken about how doom scrolling is bad, and too much news about the pandemic can also have negative effects on your well being, right? So since we're at the end of this roller coaster week, well are we really at the end of this roller coaster right. week? Yeah. We, we thought We wanted to look at Ways to maybe Stay in touch With the news Without overdoing it You know Without it being Too much mm. uh, How do we stay Mentally healthy When the news cycle Is just so intense You know All the time How do we do that Right So
2: here are some Helpful facts We found on the Conversation And on BBC So the way people Watch, read and listen News has changed And these changes Aren't without consequences So when news Was delivered via Traditional one-way outlets Such as television And radio We were passive receivers, but on social media platforms, were active consumers. We cultivate our news uh, through immediate feedback, such as uh, reaches yes. or shares, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, reactions or shares. So in the early months of COVID-19, researchers found news consumed online and via social media was associated with increased depression, anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. The effects weren't as bad when news was consumed via traditional media, such as television and newspapers. I guess you can switch it off, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't limited to a pandemic. After the September 11 attacks, young people consumed news via Online sources experienced more PTSD symptoms than those using traditional media. Uh, this effect was attributed to more graphic images online and the possibility for extra exposures. People could watch the footage repeatedly. Right? Mm. Um, I, you know, I still remember that. Right? I mean, that the yeah. scene of the plane and over and over. It's kind and of over. like burned into no, our uh, skulls, seared. right? Now. Seared, seared. Uh, yes. A study in, in Australia found that fifty-three percent of consumers sourced their news online versus twenty-five percent via print. So access news is also radically different. The ability to consume news 24 by 7 by an almost endless variety of sources has prompted experts to encourage us to moderate our news consumption.
1: Yeah, now also the other thing is like, I'm just thinking Mm. about how I consume news and I have these various news apps, right? And the more you consume a certain type of news, just say it's Malaysian politics Mm. uh, or it's your COVID-19 or or news on the pandemic, the more of those um, will appear. Yes. Because the the algorithms are just going to pick it up. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now, so we also have uh, this thing called a bad news bias. Now, University of Queensland psychologist Roy F. Baumeister noted that humans have a negativity bias where we pay more attention to negative information than positive. And this is ironic, you know, coming from us, but it also says that journalists tend to capitalize on our negative bias to capture our attention. So it's proof when a city reporter from an online Russian news website decided only to report good news for a day, they lost (laughs) two-thirds of their readers. So the major problem is this negativity bias in the news can make the world appear worse than it truly is and messes with our sense of happiness. The negativity bias might also explain the tendency to focus on doom and gloom stories in social media, referred to as, of course, doom scrolling. Those who use social media largely for news instead of social networking show increased anxiety and depression and these results highlight the importance of being strategic about how you use social media, particularly during times of crisis.
2: So how can we take control of our news consumption. So there are a few helpful tips here. First, it's important to be aware your news consumption via different sources can look very different. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditional media tends to focus on the facts, whereas stories, rumours and human interest pieces are prioritised on social media. Uh, empower yourself with the knowledge that as humans we're subject to bias. Yep. And these biases which make us as wonderfully human also makes us wonderfully biased to the information we receive. Uh, that's not to say uh, no news is good news. News is powerful and helps us to stay Connected and informed, but in a world where we're surrounded by news 24 by 7 it is important we are aware of our cognitive biases and the distortions they create so let's take control of our news consumption rather than allowing it to control us yeah
1: now the BBC also had a very interesting piece about something called huh. hope scrolling yes. right so we're in a weird time when news of a raging pandemic is juxtaposed with uh, news of a robust vaccine rollout system not just in Malaysia but mm. all over the world Although variants like like Delta continue to pose a threat, we now have a way out of this pandemic at I mean, some point. Yeah, at some point, right? right. So focusing on these bits of positive news paints a less
2: bleak picture of what's happening out there. So in a way, maybe doom-scrollers aren't scrolling to seek out more doom and gloom. they just hope-scrolling or joy-scrolling yeah. and looking for the silver linings amidst all the bad. So understanding is scrolling through good news brings us joy, could help us make more aware of our online behaviour, affects uh, our emotional state, which is the way, the key to changing our behavior. So another way is blocking people who are not bringing valuable information to our social feeds by curating your social media platforms for mm. more positive content, uh, the kind you can feel good scrolling through, and the goal is to find a balance between staying in touch while not being constantly connected uh, to news about political crisis, the pandemic, and conflicts all around the world. Right. Okay.
1: Now when I think of this, um, you know, there was a good uh, point there that you just mentioned, uh, Frida, about curating your news feed so that you have less of this right and one of the things that I've done is uh, over the course of this pandemic is I've learn to block and uh, remove people that tend uh, to yes. focus on the negative because oh yes 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 you kind of get sucked into that yes. especially if you've had a long exhausting day yeah. um you kind of get sucked into that and then you kind of like just dwell on the negativity yes. right so sometimes it's better to not have that on your mm. newsfeed at all you mm. know so you don't see it at all it's completely off your radar
2: and then you just kind of have a better day yes it so so the thing with negativity bias the the history behind negativity bias is that uh hunters and collectors right because you're always on look up for the Tiger, mm. the lion, right? So that is just how we are conditioned humanly, right? Mm. So then to look you look up for, so, so, yeah, for so, danger. So, for, for, look yeah. up for danger. So if you know that, then like what I would normally do is write, read a book, mm. right? Uh, and when I when I exercise, you know, the mind just look for the flowers, look for the these things, right? To be to be just in a positive. Look for the animals, look for the dogs, you know, <laughs> you know, because they they make me happy, right? And so um, going to TEDx. Looking yeah. for these kind of stories, we must go online, right? Get that kind of information, no gold cast, you know, that kind of thing. You hear these stories. Look out for these things, right? Because, yes, the world is happening, but, you know, what you focus on, you will enlarge, right? Yeah. Um, not saying that you don't know what's going on, but, like, there is still good that's happening out of this, right? This is why mm. I read the newspaper from the back.
1: Because, ah. you know, the sports section, it always it always champions the, the winners. It's Yay. always talking about right, the positives. It's right. always talking about how to motivate yourself and how to, to push the boundaries. And, you know, that is why I always start with the back. But then I have to admit, over the last few weeks or so, I've been starting from the front. Line, right. So
2: so so but so who's still subscribing
1: <laughs> to your newspaper at home? Your father? Oh, oh, it's... Uh, yes, you know the oldies. These oldies did, right? they yeah. I go straight to the cartoons. Ah, that's... Okay. What, <laughs> Well, some tips there, you know, from Frida and myself uh, on the show today. Uh, we are talking to you about doom scrolling. You find yourself in bed late at night, doom scrolling. What news would you like to see less of? What would be better mm. for your mental health? Zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine is the number to reach us on WhatsApp. You can also reach us on Twitter and on Instagram. When we come back, we will have a Associate Professor in Psychology at HELP University, Dr. Eugene T, talk to us more about doom scrolling and how to. We are also going to be touching on the news on being allowed to dine in Mm -hmm. again for those who are fully vaxxed. We'll have a guest uh, speak to us about that as well coming on later in the show. But for now, here's the gorillas with Feel Good Inc. You're listening Mm. to Enterprise Biz Bytes, BFM 89.9.
0: Begin fun moments. BFM 89.9, the business station.
1: And we're back. You're listening to Enterprise Biz Bites with Frida Liu and Audrey Raj. On the show today, we are talking about, we're going to be talking about dining in mm-hmm. in just a few minutes. But for now, it's all about doom scrolling.
2: Yeah, so we're talking about what do you, you know, you find yourself in bed late at night doom scrolling. What news would you like to see less of? Twitter, uh, Malaysian politics at 61.7%, uh, pandemic cases and, uh, you know, numbers uh, 24.7%, and foreign news and conflict 13.7%. Six percent. Over on Instagram we
1: have a bit of a we have a slider going on there. Very mm. interesting, but you know <laughs> the majority a big majority of people have stopped the slider on politics on politics okay mm. I got a comment
2: here from May she says I think less of our local silly politics debacle might be a good thing about COVID I mean a lot of us are already fully vaccinated remain weary but hopeful I do curate my content most of the time especially on LinkedIn I would love to see more good things uh, other educational foundations are doing artist work and the good things which are happening now around the world people helping people I usually prefer LinkedIn so for more uplifting content so mm. uh, thanks for letting me me, give you my two cents. Well, and she said, have a hands, awesome, happy, joy, joy, fry to you too. We me. will try to. Uh, just one more message. You see the you weather. Do-
1: <laughs> 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 one more message to read before uh, we move on to our guest. Ayo. And this is from
2: Ramli. Ramli said, uh, I just heard Frida say she starts with the cartoons, you know, that's looking for good news, right, in the papers. So she must meet the front page in local politics. <laughs>
1: Thank you for that, Ramli. We always look forward to your comments. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about doom scrolling today and we mm. know we just referenced uh, an article uh, in the bbc that's talking about how maybe we're all not doom scrolling maybe we're also hope scrolling or mm. joy scrolling we're looking for the silver linings amidst all the bad that's happening right uh and we have on the line with us right now dr eugene t he is the associate professor in psychology at HELP university um Dr. Eugene, uh, let's start out on a personal note. How have you been dealing with the week that was, you know, between politics and the pandemic? How are you coping?
0: Great to hear from you good folk at BFM again. And thank you for asking. I've been keeping well and it's interesting you're getting in touch with me uh, during this time. I've actually been actively avoiding my usual compulsion of checking in with the uh, the local news for the past two weeks, just mm. to see how it would make me feel. Mm. Uh, so while I've been getting my updates from other news sites, uh, Reuters for one, I've only been checking in once or twice a day for a roundup of the news from around the world. And I have to say, I I do feel uh, better for it. I've I've also been watching lots of uh, virtual walking tour videos on YouTube, so that's right. been nice. Mm. And um and yes, before my employer raises an eyebrow on my. Uh, work from home habits, I'm still working, still running my lectures online.
2: Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, trust us, the, the associate professor in psychology to look for the, the good stuff, right? So yeah. the BBC article we were talking about before the uh, break calls doom scrolling darkly soothing. So why is it though? Why do we consume so much bad news when we know it doesn't make us feel good?
0: I, I think the article you mentioned um, highlights many different angles for for explaining our doom scrolling tendencies Mm. and i would generally agree that there is an evolutionary driven impulse uh, for us to pay attention to bad news Um, news of threats and dangers informers that there are hazards that we ought to pay attention to and be ready to act against i think beyond that as well the the article is is right in saying that there there's a variable reward schedule we don't know when we're we would actually get our next fix of bad news. And, and that, I think, paradoxically, uh, can keep us glued to our screens. I think another reason, however, that complements what the, what the article has mentioned, um, I, I think given the state of uncertainty, both locally and abroad, political strife and, and instability, on um, conflict elsewhere, all this amidst an ongoing pandemic. I think uh, what's going on is that we want what I like to call a, a certainty of the inevitable. Right. We know things are not going well out there, but between both the conflict and the and the contagion, so to speak, uh, we don't have any near end or resolution of all this in sight. And so we keep checking in with the news and um, occupying our thoughts with possibilities and likelihoods on when this will all come to an end. Thinking to ourselves, yes, it's going to end badly, but I'd rather know how it ends now, right? Right. Uh, But when we do so, what I think happens is that we're repeatedly stumbling upon the negativity that continues to wear us down. And it it just you know, chips away at our physical and psychological health. So in short, I think what keeps us hooked and doom scrolling is a deep-seated need for certainty and assurance. Uh, In a world that currently offers very little of it, I think it's this need for certainty that that compels us to repeatedly seek out the news, uh, all along with the incorrect assumption or wrongfully assuming that knowing more will actually make us feel better. Mm. Right,
2: Professor. And I'm thinking about the way news was consumed before the internet, either via the newspaper or the evening news or hourly on the radio. Was that a better way? And if so, how can we replicate that when we're always connected to the news stream?
0: I think prior to the advent and proliferation, if you will, of our smartphone use, we would consume our news according to when the news is being delivered to us, uh, perhaps once in the morning to the newspapers we pick up from our doorsteps, and even, even so, that is yesterday's news, and maybe once more, say, in, in the later part of the day, the evening news, for example. Um, I don't think it's surprising to realize that we can get now, right, in this day and age an, an endless stream of news all day, every day, and crucially, um, on demand. Smartphones and, and most mobile devices will uh, provide us, rather, ease of accessibility to news through the internet, which means that we can, if we check in frequently, be bombarded with news all day. And So while while I can understand the need to keep up to date in a world that is becoming increasing, increasingly relying on tech for communication, sharing of ideas and work. Um, we also have to recognize that it brings with it as well other potential adverse side effects, doom scrolling like you mentioned for one, but also more broadly, compulsive internet use, uh, distractions at work, uh, cybersecurity threats, and all the other negative mental health consequences from exposing or bringing our personal lives online. long story short, I, I think, Um, the more scheduled infrequent consumption of news um, via print media is under decline and it's paving the way for online news streams. It is a necessity that's not necessarily better uh, for our mental health. Mm. Um, Crucially, this realization should also give us reason to pause and to reevaluate whether staying tuned and hooked on the news all day is actually beneficial or not detrimental to our mental health.
2: Right.
1: Now, um, Dr. Eugene, Is it useful to pick and choose our brand of doom uh, or or does it have the same effect? You know, between the pandemic, uh, a political crisis and all sorts of wars and hostile takeovers we've seen overseas, should we be cherry picking our bad news instead of consuming everything?
0: That's an interesting question. Choosing your own doom. (laughs) Um, I, I think this is where I find it reassuring. Ah, uh, to realize that we we do actually have control and choice on how much we choose to be influenced by the news. Uh, choosing your brand of doom is an interesting suggestion, I have to say, and I, I see no reason why we shouldn't at least um, try to regulate, say, um, the intensity, the frequency in which we, you know, consume the news, even if it's mostly bad. Um, at the very least, I can share from personal experience that I've shared suggestions with family and friends uh, to check in on the news intermittently instead of throughout the day. Right. And that has helped um, help them redirect their attention to other more say important tasks, and it also helps keep their day- to- day mood in check uh, during these times. Um, also, I, I know it's not really news, but I've I've found taking a lighthearted look at the political turmoil to be quite beneficial to me personally. Mm. So it's satirical mm. news sites, The the Onion for one. It's oh. um, for a more local example, The Capir Times. Mm. Um, these yes. sites can encourage us to see the humor in even the most yeah. dire and uncertain of circumstances. I think satire is an effective... Um, say, psychological counterweight, if you will, Mm. uh, to the usual stream of negative news we're exposed to every day. Uh, Research into humor, especially if Mm. satire is your thing, uh, shows us that what humor does is to help us see situations in a more comical, less threatening way. Um, Humor effectively renders the dangerous to be harmless. It's a great equalizer of power in politics, I should say. Mm. Uh, It's really hard to think of something as dangerous, threatening, or frightening, uh, if you also find it funny, uh, just be careful, though. I, I right. would um, recommend thinking twice about posting or sharing such humor unless mm. you know your target audience or, um, say, your followers, if mm. they appreciate it, this form of humor as well.
2: Yeah, right. it can be easily misconstrued, right? Mm, you know, Prof, uh, more. the fear of missing out, right, plays a big part in us wanting to be in the know 24 by 7, right? So how can we be informed while avoiding the mental health effects of doom uh, scrolling?
0: So just to extend on my um, earlier point, it, it helps to manage your newsfeed. Uh, so checking in only doing schedule hours for one to limit doom scrolling. So these days, uh, like I said, I, th- I think I recall saying just a while ago, I tend to check in maybe just once or twice daily. Uh, Maybe at the start of the day, but I prefer just an end-of-the-day roundup, rather, to see what's been going on. Mm. Uh, But to add to that, I'd also recommend maybe doing a check on the bias brought about by your choice of media outlet. Um, A useful site that I can recommend is Mm. uh, MediaBiasFactCheck.com, which ranks online news sources on factual accuracy and credibility. I, I don't think it's an understatement uh, to say that, given the amount of misinformation surrounding the the uh, the pandemic alone, uh, we ought to be more selective on the sources we're getting our information from. It, it's kind of like, if you think about it, a a digital detox, uh, but one that does not quite require you to say, quit cold turkey mm. from the news. Mm. You're in effect replacing. Um, sensationalist, um, irresponsible reporting with more informed, fact-checked sources. Um, Just like how, actually, cutting down soda and replacing it with more water can benefit your physical health. And I know as unappealing as that may sound, some of us doing the same on your media consumption habits would also be good for your mental health.
2: Right. You know, the article mentioned hope scrolling as an antidote to doom scrolling. What's your take on this? Because doom scrolling isn't exclusive to COVID, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, any bad news from from whichever part of the world, especially on, on issues that we think will directly impact us, will tempt us to doom scroll. Um, but it's interesting, you should note um, hope scrolling, or I think the, um, the article referred to it as joy scrolling as well, mm. browsing for good news, positive updates, and and the like. Uh, That's even less about hope scrolling than doom scrolling in the scientific literature. But if we draw from, say, studies on emotion regulation, I think what hope scrolling does is divert our attentional resources to the positives. Uh, the bad is, however, still stronger than the good. So I think we're going to need more doses of the positive positive. To, to effectively uh, counteract the effects brought about by the bad news. Uh, you can try, however, I've found this quite helpful. Uh, you can try starting or even teaching social media algorithms, nudging them uh, towards updates and posts that are likely to bring out more positive emotions. Um, so personal example, I've, I've missed traveling for one. So I've mm. started watching a lot of virtual walking tour videos on, right. on YouTube. So not long after I am seeing my recommendations change from daily updates on new infections to suggestions such as uh, or revolving around tourism that was a recommendation for a, hmm. a scenic drone powered fly through of holiday destinations and and, and some road trip <laughs> <laughs> suggestions as well and so I think hope scrolling is a possible counterweight if you will uh, hmm. to doom scrolling but but i I have to stress it does take a considered effort on your part uh, to want to pull away from the bad news and to draw your attention to uh, to posts, media or even you know broadly digital experiences that bring out more good than bad
1: i'm just imagining watching a a drone footage of the beach Mm. uh, you know flying over a beach Mm. in say kolipe or something like that i think i'd be in more pain (laughs) (laughs) um last question um the fact is, bad news sells, right? Now, so what can people do to stay sane and protect their mental health during intense times like like the week we've just had? Uh, can we be happy while the country feels like it's falling apart?
0: Indeed, um, bad news sells, but you certainly don't have to buy them. I think it's this important point that's kept me, you know, a little bit more accepting of and maybe even uh, grateful during these times. It's a realization that I can assert, and you can too, a small but significant attempt at caring uh, for your mental health during this time. Hmm. I think at the root of the problem, it might have come a little bit too late uh, in, in this in this uh, conversation. I, I think the root of the problem might not even be that we're not following the right sources. We're following too many of the wrong ones, wrong hmm. accounts. So if, if this is something you can relate to, then unfollowing and unsubscribing could help. As an additional suggestion and answer to to your question, uh, consider the things you might do in place of scrolling through the news. Um, I've made it a goal recently to drive my screen time down. So if you think you've been spending quite a bit of time Mm. on your phone, doom scrolling, you might want to check in with your screen time and and, and see whether that can be driven down through uh, engaging in other activities. Um, So yes, I'm still on my laptop most of the day, but not on the news, right? So rather I'm. I'm usually attending to work, running classes, webinars every now and then. So, so consider if if there are other enjoyable, pleasant, maybe productive, enriching activities that you can redirect your efforts and your attention to uh, something purposeful, or even kind, reaching out to others. Um, you know, those can help too. I, I think we're way past the time in which you know you want to hear recommendations, in which we can celebrate all the free time we have for crafts and cooking, all while still working at home. Uh, so I'm not, not going to mention that, but I might suggest, though, it, it might be a good time to think about uh, some ways to to reorient, um, realign, maybe even reinvent ourselves in a world uh, that will still be, I think, battling the pandemic in in years to come. Also, um, I, I'm certainly not advocating an ignorance is bliss or the less you know, the happier will be approach to our media consumption habits. But I am suggesting that a minor tweak your daily consumption of the negative, replacing the hours you spend on screen. Hope to glued to the negative news. I think uh, that will do your mental health uh, some good. Uh, try for a week or two and let me know if it works for you.
1: Right, thank you for that, Professor. That was Dr. Eugene T, Associate Professor in Psychology at HELP University. Now uh, it's time for us to take a quick mm. break for some messages. But when we come back, we get into that story about being allowed to dine in again yes. for those who are fully vaxxed, of course. Uh, but in the meantime, you find yourself in bed late at night, doom scrolling. What news would you like to see less of? Get in touch with us and let us know. You have about uh, twenty-three minutes. Zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine on WhatsApp at BFM radio on twitter and on instagram but for now here's linda ronstadt with rescue me yeah. from doom scrolling you're listening to enterprise biz bites bfm 89.9
0: thank you for listening to this podcast to find more great interviews go to bfm.my or find us on itunes bfm 89.9 the business station